Jacques Howard, I'm on location at Westminster Presbyterian Church, 1140 Greenwood Avenue, and I'm with East Ward Council candidate Taiwanda Terry Wilson. This is the second segment, and we're going to start this segment off by talking about her particular platform. So, Terry, why don't you get started with that? Sure. So, with my platform, I think that education is imperative. I think that it's imperative that students receive an education that prepares them to compete in whatever career path um, that they may choose. So what I would like to do is I would like to see a board that is commissioned within the administration, which would be the superintendent's candidate, that wants what is best for our students. I would like to see a school board, um, which is the legislative body of the district, that also wants what's best for our students and whose specific focus is to get them what they want and what they need. I would like to see teachers fully supported so that they can pour into children what they need and so that they can support and push them forward and encourage them to go further in whatever their life choices may be. Um, public safety is also a concern for me. I know that crime will always take place and I think that it is extremely difficult to eradicate it, right? This is my true belief. So what I do think that we can do is have a true and honest conversation about what the true causes of crime are. And I believe those causes of crime are drugs and alcohol, which is newly classified as a mental health issue. I think that unemployment and underemployment are causes of crime. I've never seen someone um, rob somebody on their way to work, you know, so to me, I'm, you know, that's a thing. I believe that real opportunity for second chances is, should be something that's not only offered in words, but it's something that we need to actually support. We need to give people, we don't need to just talk about it in words, but by deeds for those who have been incarcerated, right? Um, I would like to see quality of life ordinances, which we talked about enforced, um, the ones that are already on, on the books by the appropriate departments. And I believe when we begin to tackle those things, we can start to look at some form of economic development. Um, I believe that when we take care of home and we make it, um, I guess, exciting or make it look like it's, we really care and value ourselves, I think that will bring more people. Here, not to say that we don't, but when we have, when we beautify it, when we're all working on one accord, when we have a population that is already educated as we are, but specifically to trades and those of us who get educated and remain here, those of us who are um, maybe not necessarily college graduates, but our plumbers, our technical students, those are positions that we could fill inside of our Trenton Waterworks and inside of our police department. And I think that those things will spur economic development in the sense now that people feel as though they can buy into their city, literally and figuratively. Because if I have a job, I can probably secure a mortgage. Mm -hmm. If I can secure a mortgage, then I can maintain some stability. If I can have some stability and pay my taxes, then that could go inside my fire, my police, my school, those line items on the budget. Mm -hmm. um, I hope that these things will also bring more city, more businesses to the cities, um, more business to the city. Um, I hope to see us eventually increase the stock of mixed-use buildings in our downtown area. I would love to see that. Um, I would love for us to be able to invite self-sustaining businesses that can that can thrive inside of the city, right? Where they'll be able to utilize these mixed-use buildings. And let's try to make it a condition that these self-sustaining businesses will hire employees from within the city. Mm -hmm. You know, give us at least a first shot. We always do tax abatements to get people to come here. But what do we do 
to make our residents um, make them viable and make them have an opportunity. Mm-hmm. So it sounds to me just uh, looking at your platform, which is education, safety, which includes quality of life, economic development, uh, and um, you know a few other splinters off of that, that you're thinking, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, that, that we have a foundation here as a city. We have rules, we have ordinances and so forth that are on the books that you would like to see them enforced. If they're enforced, um, there's there will be some changes in the attitudes of the residents, possibly. I think that there are many sides to this equation, and I think that that is just one. I would never put the onus just on um, ordinances because mm-hmm. I believe everybody has a part to play. You know, when I'm looking at the trash, the trash doesn't get down there by itself. It's not every single resident that does it. But living on Revere, I've seen people ride down my street, like I talked about my children, say, what are you doing, and throw McDonald's bags out. No, 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 that's not what we do. And we have to enforce those things. We have to teach. We have to read. It goes back to the breakdown, because when I was coming up, I was taught you don't litter. There's a place for everything. There's a time for everything. We're not trying to be perfect, but I mean, when you have structure, of course you're going to, but you never go too far away from the structure. And I believe that sometimes people just don't know or they're careless. But either or can quickly add to a demise mm-hmm. of a neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if I were to reiterate um, the importance of the ordinances and things that are on the books, you, you believe that they're important. They need to be enforced. But you don't think that that's the pinnacle of right. getting things corrected. There's a lot of other factors that go into this. That is absolutely correct. Okay. Yep, in conjunction with other things, absolutely. Okay. Um, let's talk about Trenton's diversity. I love it. Um, we've got a very diverse population um, of representing many, many different countries, uh, languages, ethnicities, etc. Um, recently, in a conversation uh, with a nonprofit group, um, it was brought up that Trenton's diverse population is a positive, but it's also a negative, um, because with that diverse population, now comes more work. Uh, more work as far as communication, mm-hmm. um, assimilating new residents uh, into the functionality of the city, et cetera. From your opinion, talk about the diversity of Trenton. Sure. So diversity in Trenton, to me, I just see it as a positive. But for anything, there could, I've never, that's why I sat back and listened. Okay, if somebody says it's a negative, I can understand that. But I think that Trenton's diversity is one of our assets. I think that... <coughs> And I've had this okay uh, conversation with many people, with my, some of my friends in Mill Hill, Jennifer Lyons and Lyons, and um, we would talk over and over about trying to get the high school bill. And it always surprised me. I was always so happy to see a coalition of everybody fighting for the residents in the city of Trenton. So anyway, diversity. Why is diversity in Trenton? Our, because it represents what America really is. America is just not one. So the people who are here in the city of, of Trenton, we are here because we choose to be here. And we don't leave here. And I think that um, our diversity lends itself for us to be able to show a melting pot and understand various cultures and learn how to work together. And, and that's what we do. I think we do a good job at, the, at that. Um, I actually secured the endorsement of the Guatem- Guatemalan Civic Association. I'm not good at telling off what I do, okay. but okay. we talk about diversity. <laughs> um, I think the Haitian um, population and I think also the Latino Merchant uh, Business Associations. And I met a very nice um, Haitian um, 
delegate over here on East State Street. They have a store. So, I, you know, to me, I love to learn. I love to embrace people. And I grew up with white flight inside uh, the 800 block of Water Avenue, you know. So when people are not afraid of each other and we understand that we can live together and we understand that we all really want the same things, then we don't have to worry about people moving and renters coming in. And I love, like renters, but what I'm saying is stable okay. tax bases help to pay for a lot of things. You know, and, and so I'll just leave it at that. I hope that that's self-explanatory. No, it, it was, and okay. thank you for that. Um, you mentioned the, the high school, um, and most folks know the, and I'll say the drama that, um, that has happened over the you know, decade or longer with the, the, the demise of Trenton Central High School. It's a subsequent public arguments and complaints on both sides um, for does it get fixed, um, do we tear it down, etc. And uh, now it, it has been torn down and it's in the process of being reconstructed. Um, there's a lot of activity there. It, there's a lot of buzz. Um, and that lies in the East Ward. Um, just talk about the, the Trenton Central High School, the new building. Mm -hmm. um, and, and I know that from city council, you, you're limited with mm -hmm. education. But from uh, as a resident, mm -hmm. as a mother, as a wife, mm -hmm. um, talk about the, the importance of Trenton Central High School and where you would like to see uh, it, it progress or be an anchor for the city? Sure. I definitely believe that schools are should be anchors inside the community. I think that learning should take place between the hours of the educational hours. And then I believe that it should also be a community building. At least that's what it used to be. You may be able to do um, community plays after school. Um, you know, just make sure that it's accessible respectfully and in the appropriate places and manners um, for the community to take part in it. Um, I live directly across the street from Trenton Central High School, so it affects my property value. Mm. Kind of disappointed with the way the new high school looks, but at the end of the day, as long as it, um, and as long as learning is taking place in the inside and our children are getting what they need, that's the most important <laughs> thing. But when you're a taxpayer too, you want to make sure that your property values increase and they don't decrease. You know. So you just want to make sure that it goes with the fabric of the neighborhood, you know, so. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. Let's see where we are with time. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting tired of going off topic. Because don't start me with the highest. No, we, off, we, okay. off the, we off the thing, right? No, no, we're still, we're still recording. <laughs> but, um, but we'll keep going because... Because I, 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 I think that you're doing a really good job. And, and I want to encourage you because I think it's, it's easy for politicians right. um, to put on the game face at right. particular times. Right. But um, we're at a space right now as a city. Absolutely. Where we kind of all need to take those masks off, get out of our suit and ties and our dresses and whatever it is, our, our good clothes, mm -hmm. and get our hands involved in, in what the city is going to look like going forward. Mm -hmm. um, we are going to have five of eight elected officials will be new. Mm -hmm. um, I'm sure you and your team have thought about this. Mm -hmm. um, can you just share some thoughts about that? Sure. Well, <laughs> what I would like to say is I've been involved. I've been engaged. Um, this is not my first dance at the rodeo. I have been the past president of the Villa Park Civic Association. 
I currently sit on the zoning board. I sat on the Better High School Plan for Trenton. I sat on the Facilities Advisory Board for Trenton High School, the School Leadership Councils for Trenton High West, Trenton High Main, and also for Hedgepeth Williams Middle School, and PTOs and PTAs. So at this point, now that my children are grown, I am able to dedicate the time that you spoke about that some people may or may not feel is necessary. No, this is a full-time job, and I'm committed, and I'm ready, and I specifically waited until my life allowed me the time and the space to work with, to expound upon the work that I've been doing. So when we talk about new council, some of us have actually been working behind the scenes. So now it'd be, an, I'll be able to now look at ordinances and affect those changes. So now we're going from advocacy and parenting and just being a citizen to moving right on into the next step. And that's a natural progression for me. So I'm actually pretty excited. Um, I tell people all the time, I don't know why. I'm the, so when I ask them what you want, because this is me, I'm not a politician, I'm Thai, you know, mm -hmm, anybody, mm -hmm. this is from the heart, I can't do anything different and I would never do anything different, but I'm ready to go. I don't like the campaigning. I want to just go in and do what I have to do. And I'm not going to say that standard hit the ground running. No, I'm interrupted right now. <laughs> I'm interrupted, but it's okay because I'm going out and I'm meeting people, which, you know, I would normally be inside of a meeting doing something different. So it's refreshing to continue to do that. But I'm, I'm ready. I'm excited. I'm ready to get in here and keep on moving and let it be seamless. Mm -hmm. um, you mentioned uh, meeting meeting people um, while you're campaigning. Absolutely. Um, but I was able to see that, that you're um, – your relationship to the city and the people in the city um, goes deep. Absolutely. Um, so, you so that. you aren't you aren't new to the scene. Not at all. Um, and you also mentioned that that behind the scenes work um, is that something that you're more comfortable doing, like doing that the the day to day grind. I can do it all. I'm just a very humble person, you know. But I, I prefer. I don't like to waste time. So I prefer to hear what the issue is, sit down and assess it, and then figure out how we can tackle it. And I think one of the things that I find the asset for myself is I have friends from the crack house to the state house. Mm. And sometimes people say, well, we, we want new people here or we want a whole new um, slew of people that are committed. We have to be. That's true. But we have to be very careful because I saw under Mayor Tony Mack when we got everything out and then we don't have people who know how to. If you're learning on the job, a city still has to run. A city is a business. So we do, we need to get the right people in office, be them new or old. We need to get committed people. We need to get people who understand, people who have a passion. People who are not here for a paycheck because this work, you can't pay for the sleepless nights, you know, the amount of time that it takes. So, I mean, this has to be a labor of love. And I can only speak for me. I'm committed and I'm ready. And, you know, I hope that we get a team of people together. That can go ahead and, and make life better for all Trentonians, whether you're in Mill Hill, North, South, East, West. I believe in my hood, and I love my hood, and I love my city. Great. I think that's a great way to finish up segment two, and then we'll do one more for closing. I'm speaking with Taiwanda Terry Wilson, who is the candidate for East <coughs> Ward City Council. Um, you can find information about her candidacy on her website, and it's her name, Taiwanda Terry Wilson. EastWardCouncil.com. You can also send an email, Ty, T A I, at Taiwanda Terry Wilson Forest for excuse me for East Ward Council. So Ty at Taiwanda Terry Wilson for EastWardCouncil.com.